0: what's up guys before we get into the episode if you guys can please show me some love and like this video rate and review the podcast on apple Podcasts. that would be so appreciated thank you so much guys
1: i did find this and i think it's hilarious um i don't know why don't ask <laughs> but i made
0: hoop earrings
1: and i threw a bunch of candy <laughs> <at me. laughs> <laughs>
0: You should totally like start creating those that your slogan can be the bigger, the hoop, the bigger, the plur. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. We're partners. <laughs> we're partners. In this yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a brand
0: deal now. Candy Crew, what's up? Welcome to this super special, awesome episode of Best Candy Ever. Today, I have a very, very good friend of the pod on. I've known her for, oh my gosh, I want to say over two years now. She is a Las Vegas-based photographer and is someone who I met um, a while ago during my first photo shoot. So without further ado, please welcome my good friend Maritza, aka Almighty Kitty. Hi. <laughs> what's up, girl? Oh my God, what's up? <laughs> How are you? I'm so sad that you weren't at the um, the really dec- oh EDC was, event.
1: Yeah, I, I, I know I was supposed to be there, but um, I was in Austin because Babe had uh two gigs. Um, But on the way back, there was just bad weather. So um, we had a connecting to Denver, which we couldn't land in on time. So we were in the air doing circles. (laughs) Are you serious?
0: That's so (laughs) annoying. I've had that happen before, too. And then uh,
1: finally landed. And then we waited probably like half an hour or so to finally come back home. So luckily, we finally made it home. But man, yeah, it was exhausting. But I ended up missing out on the event. So
0: yeah, boo. It's okay. I'm sure she'll have more to come. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> uh, what did What did your uh, your boyfriend play? By the way, everybody, uh, Maritza's boyfriend is a um, is a producer. He's an artist who produces m- mostly house, right? Or is it techno? Yeah, husband, 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 husband. Uh, I'm so sorry, house. husband. That's right, husband. <laughs> My bad. And he produces house yeah house shout out to almighty Jackson
1: yeah yeah but um, he had two shows one on Wednesday and one on Thursday um one place was called Bijou Lounge which is they were both on 6th street in Austin Um, and the other place is literally called the venue
0: (laughs) the venue I like that (laughs) was it packed over there was it crazy like I know they're um like all Um, open in Texas yeah
1: yeah, it's it's really weird because, you know, here we used to do the masking and everything, but there um, I didn't have to wear a mask in most of the places. So it was really weird. But um, Thursday was packed, so it was a lot of fun. His mom actually got a chance to go down and see him perform for the first time.
0: <laughs> like ever doing his yeah. thing? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was so cute.
0: <laughs> How was that? Was she like crying or anything? No,
1: no, no. She wasn't crying because she wouldn't get emotional like that. She was, um, luckily we had a table, so we're off to the side. So she got her personal space and you could just see her like on the side dancing. <laughs> and it was so cute.
0: <laughs> oh, that's adorable. I bet you that was like a super special moment for your husband. It was. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It definitely yeah. was. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I, I think that stuff like that is uh, more important anyways. hmm Yeah. We're
1: definitely waiting for uh, him to play at an actual festival so we could take my parents because my parents would definitely not be down to be like hanging around the crowd. And my dad actually doesn't necessarily like the music, so we need to give him like VIP treatment.
0: (laughs) Oh, is that like the goal? Like like bring them over to a, a festival? Do you think they would be okay with that environment?
1: Oh, yeah. I've been doing this since 2010, so they know what it's about. They see they see it all.
0: <laughs> do you think that they would actually be okay? Like them themselves, like immersed in the crowd? As yeah. I could see my
1: parents having fun, but my dad would definitely get tired of it after a while. So that's why we're like waiting for him to do something on a big stage and then, you know, take them for that like hour, hour and a half, whatever it is. And then they could just bounce. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think that's ultimately the the goal because you know Justin produces too. So I think like having something like that where they can hang out like in the green room. Oh yeah, off to the side, kind of like maybe away from like the younger people. Only because I mean my parents are older. I don't know how how old your parents are, but it's it's a party vibe for sure at a festival. Definitely is. But
1: like I said, I've been
0: doing it so long. They they've seen
1: me wear the outfits. They know you know what goes on at festivals. <laughs> um, but they're they're very well aware of it all.
0: Yeah, wasn't it you? I might be wrong, but was it was it uh, your mom that you said created like your festival outfits? Yeah, yeah. She used to make
1: a lot of my bras, um, my tutus. She used to make my candy before shut up really does she know what it like stands for um she she kind of does she kind of understands but I think to her it's just more so like it's something that we just give to each other and we make you know out of our own time and stuff and give it away so
0: how did that happen did she see you making candy or did you ask her to do it for you
1: my mom is very crafty
0: and um Once I started
1: raving and everything, she, she was like, let me help you with like the bras and like doing the candy and stuff. So she would do the candy and she would legit do more candy than I could and like faster. And like, I was like, oh, okay. So
0: mom, here you go. Just make all my candy. (laughs) That's so awesome. I don't know a lot of parents that are that supportive because usually they're like off doing their, their own shit or have some other stuff on the side, but it's cool that she actually wanted to like participate in preparation, like an event. She's actually the one that bought me
1: my first ticket to my first event. So, oh, wow. after graduation um, in 2010, she bought me and my best friend at the time um, two tickets to EDC at the Coliseum. Um, I think it was on a Friday. It was Friday and Saturday. And she bought us our tickets. And she said, go have fun. Happy graduation. Proud of you guys. So,
0: that is so I'm in the scene (laughs) what wait okay so does your mom rave no like was she because I'm just like in shock that she even did that for you or you like even knew what it was she's um I I
1: like to say my parents uh raced us very well in that in that way where they didn't have like a very tight leash on us they kind of let us explore and do our own thing and stuff and I started going to house parties and um to you know EDM music and and all that and uh I don't know I somehow heard about EDC and I mentioned it to her and then she realized that it was uh around the time of graduation and she surprised us and bought us the tickets but she's never been to an event uh no not at all
0: that's so awesome. That's crazy, dude. Cause my my parents, well, more so my dad, but he was the one that was like, I don't want you to go. Like at first. I feel like most people, most people's parents are like would prefer for them not to go, if anything. Yeah. At least in Las Vegas, because it kinda like upon locals, it kinda has like this this weird rap. I think it's gotten better, but that's so cool. Your mom is a G. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> Hi. Wait, so okay. Can you give us a little um, insight into who you are and for people that don't really know you, um, like a little uh, intro into who Maritza is? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> or like a summary or anything that you want to say about
1: yourself that we don't know. I don't know. There's, I do keep to myself, so there's a lot you don't know. <laughs> um, But, you know, born and raised in LA, moved to, Vegas with a husband in 2016 and that's when I started photography and then along the lines I met you and Rosa and everybody else um now I'm a homeowner here so I'll be stuck here for a while (laughs) yay I've been raving since
0: 2010 so
1: this is I'm a ride or die in this you know
0: yeah, you've been raving a year longer than I have. So that's like a super long time. It's awesome. It is,
1: it is, but I love it. i I've
0: been uh very happy that stuff
1: is opening back again. Um we actually got the chance to go to Seismic back in Austin for the day. Um oh, it was very, uh, Yeah, just for the day. <laughs> oh how Before was it back? <laughs> it was fun. It was um uh, it was a smaller production. Um we stood at the house stage the entire time, of course. Um, Saw some good sets and then came back. Um, And then, I don't know why, we're crazy. And we went to um, downtown to Factory 93 on Saturday. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, So I I feel like life is getting back to normal. And I'm I'm excited about that. Because, like I said, it's been a big part of my life now. And I really need festivals and shows in my life. I don't know what I... I mean, I obviously did it without a year, but I can't do it again. I can't do it anymore.
0: <laughs> no, I feel I feel like I'm almost at that breaking point, too, because Escape 2019 was my last festival, and I haven't been to any drive-in raves or any event whatsoever. So it's yeah. it's been a minute, but I remember us DMing each other on Instagram when we found out EDC was like postponed again I remember you saying I'm crying I I was was crying for like two hours (laughs) I'm not exaggerating (laughs) no I believe you I I
1: wish I was I wish I was but I legit was crying for like two hours and oh my sweet husband he's like what can I do to make you feel better and I was like chocolate can you give me some chocolate (laughs) yeah
0: yeah no, I mean, you. Were, I'm sure you weren't the only one crying because everyone was either like super sad or they were freaking pissed, mm-hmm. like, like livid because, oh my gosh, I remember um, being on Instagram and seeing like Pasquale's posts and I was like watching the comments just like rack up and it was <laughs> lighting them up pretty, pretty bad his fault it's
1: the Vegas fault it's the officials here it wasn't he he didn't have any control over it so at least that's my take it's my opinion
0: i i feel like it could have been handled a lot differently announcement wise i think he could have not said some things but it's happening in october yeah but i think should have initially been announced anyways but yeah. as long as it happens who cares anymore right. Yep,
1: I'm with you. I'm with you on that because I EDC is one of my favorites because it was my first festival and it, it's a very uh, special in here. So I am excited to have EDC. Um not excited for it to be in October, not going to lie. It's going to be cold, you know, the weather here and uh, it's going to be different.
0: <laughs> Dude, yeah, I know. It's definitely going to be cold, but you know, whatever. I mean, we go to we go to Halloween raves. It's like the same shit. If anything, it's a little later, too. Yeah, but it's a different vibe.
1: EDC is supposed to be like summer and warm and, you know, it's a different vibe versus Escape where we all expect it to be cold. So we're in onesies and like bundled up and stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I remember EDC 2019. um, it, It was in May. It was freaking freezing. I remember day two bringing my joggers because it was so cold and that was like unexpected Which and it was really abnormal too for May. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, it definitely was. Uh The first day I said, you know, F it. I'm going to wear my cute outfit I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, was I dying? I was dying so bad. And we tried to go get like a blanket or a sweater and everything was sold out. And we're like, oh, gosh, what do we do? So the next day I bundled up more. Not enough. And then the third day I was like, I'm not even going to try to be cute. I'm going to wear jeans, some leggings under it. Um, I wore like, some whatever t-shirt and like a big fur jacket I was so warm and comfy. I was like, all right this is the best day ever.
0: <laughs> yeah I think eventually the weather will dictate how the majority of us are going to dress like I know a lot of us are like we're gonna look cute no matter what hose don't get cold't <laughs> oh, do <gonna> get cold. <laughs> yeah it, you know we've spent so much money and time and effort thinking about these outfits we're mm-hmm. like no, it's gonna happen and then we just give up I feel like halfway through the night yeah yeah we definitely do <laughs> yeah that's okay D- did you have like your outfits and stuff ready for EDC for this year yeah like, like uh, when it was supposedly happening in May um
1: I was starting to find outfits so I actually bought a couple of things on Depop just like a couple of things because I I think wait right so I'm like I don't know what's going oh, on TV right now <laughs> and uh so I was like, I'll, I'll figure it out and just spend like $20 here, $20 there, whatever. I'm not going to sit there and spend like, you know, rape wear money on it right now and not even know if it's going to happen or if it's going to even fit for that matter. Um, so I wasn't too worried about that. I was, um, I was honestly going to wear a bunch of pants. <laughs> cause then, just in case. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we know what happened 2019. So Right. So. Hold on. So then does that mean that Seismic was your first festival back? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would say so. It was one day. um, It was like full on festival.
0: How was that? How was that experience? Because it's in a completely different state. So I feel like the mandates and the rules that they have, there are going to be so different compared to Nevada's.
1: Yeah. Um, when we got there, we weren't sure if we had to like wear a mask to that specific, you know, event. Like some businesses required you to do it. Um, but for the most part, where we were at, um, no mask. Um, but you know, you walk in, no mask. They barely checked our stuff, and uh you just see everybody crowded, having a good time, and it's like, it's like, wait, what's happening right now? I'm so confused. I haven't seen something like this in so long. <laughs> but it was um it was awesome. It was a great feeling to like finally be in that kind of
0: setting again. Yeah. Did they require any proof of vaccination? Yeah. Or? yeah. So they had um, either the
1: proof or I think you did a rapid testing there.
0: Oh, they offered that there on site?
1: Yeah. But we had our card, so we were good.
0: Oh, OK. So it was it wasn't like both was required. It was one or the other.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, wow. Did they have, like, COVID dogs or anything? No, not that I noticed. Oh, I didn't okay. Notice any. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, after, I think W had COVID dogs, so I was, like, wondering if that was going to be, like, a thing now. at Festival. Thing? No, I didn't see any dogs at all. I don't think I did. If I did see one, it was
1: probably, like, a service dog. I think that's what I saw. But now, no,
0: COVID dogs, I guess. Oh, okay. Did they search... Do you, like search your stuff like normal or was it yeah. More of-
1: yeah so they asked like ahead of the time they were like already just have your bags ready and like open and stuff so when I got to them my bag was already open they like kind of flipped through it a little flashed the light in there and they're like all right you're good but wow. uh, as far as touching there was no touching um I mean I wasn't wearing anything so they didn't pat me down or anything mm-hmm. but uh yeah, it was, it was pretty normal for, um, like, what was going on, you know?
0: Yeah, and um, I forgot if you mentioned it or not. Was it a mask-required re- event or mm-hmm. optional? No.
1: I think it was more so, like, a, a lot of the signs that we saw in Austin, it says uh, mask-recommended but not required.
0: Oh, okay. I think that's how it was for um, abduction, too. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, nope no mask so it felt
1: really nice to be able to party around people without a mask on it's very
0: freeing <laughs> wow that must have been quite the experience especially if that was your first event back girl it was but it, it it's
1: as far as having like a festival it was but because he's been getting gigs here and there we've kind of been going to shows and um, so i have been around people you know but not like at that level. So it was a a shock, but it was relieving. It was exciting, you know, I had a
0: good time. It was fun. Oh, that's so good to hear. Were there tons of people there or was it, um, I think you mentioned it was like a smaller event, right? Yeah, it is small. I really don't know
1: the number on how many people were there, but it was a good amount. Um, I didn't know what really seismic was as far as like size wise, um, but I feel like it's pretty small. Uh, event like really tiny. I wouldn't I wouldn't call it like a festival. I think festival and I think really massive and big, you know.
0: Right, like some type of insomniac event.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I don't even think it was like the amount of like, you know, like escape and stuff. Because
0: it was only two stages. It's really small. Oh really? Just two? Okay. So
1: it was literally a techno stage and a house stage. And that was it.
0: (laughs) Oh wow so there's like no like bass heavy music or anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I feel like smaller festivals like that are starting to pop off. I think that like local event throwers are like we need to do something, like have our own type of festival that I feel like they don't want to just depend on like the biggest names in the game to come to their city or want to throw some type of event. I think people kind of want want to curate it themselves.
1: Yeah, I think it, it just gave them the opportunity to while everything, you know, was shut down. So they really had the opportunity to fill in that space, that gap that was going on. Um, so I think it's, it's really great to have like all these companies because like, you know, here in Vegas, there's like all these like other spots for us that are popping up. And it's like, you guys weren't here pre-pandemic. So it's exciting to see all these little venues and other house and companies that are doing uh shows for us.
0: Yeah, to be honest, I was surprised at the the rate at which all of these events started appearing, like started being announced here in Vegas, like for example, the factory 93 dead mm-hmm. mouse's thing, um excision, uh that that was like one of the earliest ones that I heard of and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, this is so nuts because I think it was just like days prior where it was announced that we were going to be 100% open June 1st mm-hmm. and it was like boom boom boom, boom. and yeah. like by insomniac too like events
1: yeah um it's insane and i i keep going on instagram and people are like oh i just you know got the tickets for this and this and this and i'm like how is this happening like so fast and like uh, it's insane but i'm excited i'm glad we're getting you know back to reality
0: yeah i think that just goes to show the like how much people are willing to, to to go ahead and put. Throw on a, an event once you know they get the okay. And I saw someone's story. It was Rosa's story for yeah. Dead Mouse, and it looked packed, dude. It oh looked like gosh. a freaking festival. And it was just a show at the downtown yeah. Las Vegas Event Center. And I was like, yeah. these lines are crazy. I think there were like two massive lines, and I was like, this is nuts.
1: I know. I kept seeing. I saw her story too, and we were talking about it. Me, um, my husband, and we were like, what is going on? I don't understand because you know we've been to that. Uh, event center quite a few times for um, collective zoo, and uh, oh, mm-hmm. there's, there's never been a line like that. Not even close. Where it like even wraps around the block. That's insane. Um, and I actually saw her. She came and dropped off the speakers, and uh, they were telling us that it took it. It was two blocks where they were waiting in line when they first got there. I was like, that's crazy. I I can't even imagine like being in that line for. I don't know. At least maybe an hour because you have to do the vaccine first and then go through security.
0: Oh, and when you say the vaccine thing, is that like where you just kind of flash your card, or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At
1: least that's what they did with me because uh, we had our cards. But I, I don't. I think if you didn't have your vaccination card, you they did a, like a rapid testing, or you had to show a negative test. I think I'm not sure. I just, I have my card and I'm like, here, I'm good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know this. Uh, I know a girl who literally got her first dose the day of, because she was like, I want to go. And I was like, wow, I mean, if if that's what it takes to get people to get vaccinated, mm-hmm. why not, I guess? Why not, yeah. Like incentive. Yeah, definitely. I
1: feel like that's what's happening a lot right now.
0: Yeah. Was Vector 93, was that at the same venue? hmm Mm-hmm. It was, and it was way less
1: people when we went, and uh we were talking about it, and he's like, "It's not even probably way less than even half, probably like a quarter of the month that was there for Dead Mouse. It was way less. Who was who was playing again? um I know for sure Test Pilot was playing, which is funny because that's Dead Mouse, right? That's his
0: alias. Um. Oh, okay. I'm not a big Dead Mouse fan, so I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know either. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. ding. Wow. So you would think there would be more people then.
1: He was bringing it up to me. Stop,
0: <laughs> cat.
1: Um, <laughs> he was bringing it up. He's like, you know, there was so many people here for Dead Mouse yesterday, and uh, that's literally him on stage right now playing as Test Pilot. But that's his, I guess, techno alias. I'm not exactly sure. Um. And I was just like, well, maybe it was a Dead Mouse thing. You know, all of us are very nostalgic around Dead Mouse. You know, that's when I was getting into the racing when he was like blowing up and stuff. And I was like, maybe it was that. I don't know. Maybe more people like House and Techno, you know, like here in, in Vegas. I have no idea. But they use the entire venue for Dead Mouse for the Friday show. And then for Saturday, they closed like half of it. So they didn't use that back part where the tent is.
0: They yeah. So it was up. just the front area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, I'm sure a lot that has to do with it is his actual name because that yeah. dead mouse name is so huge. And I think that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why it was that crazy because um, I feel like if a lot of people knew, then they would have gone.
1: Yeah. You think you would, I, I feel like, um, I would have given up waiting on that line on Friday, and I would have just, you know, saw him Saturday because the line was ridiculous. It was really out of this world. That place has never had a line like that.
0: Yeah, I was excited to to see that because I was just like, "We're back, back. <laughs> we're back, we're back." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I haven't seen a crowd that massive here in Vegas. So I was like, okay, if this is happening, then EDC is definitely happening in October with that amount of people.
1: Mm -hmm. for sure. It's definitely happening.
0: Yeah, I think the most packed I've ever seen that was at Excision last February. And the fact that he's coming back in July, I was like, oh my God, it's going to be so crazy because um, I know a whole bunch of people from out of state that are coming in just for that show. Yeah. I personally am not going because it's going to be outside in July. And I it's know how hot be it yeah, is. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Same, same, same location, same venue. And it's going to be packed. And I know it's outside for a good reason. But I get hot way too fast. So I was like, I can't do it. July here. I mean, if it's in July, they probably will have the pools up. Probably. But I well nope <laughs> you're too like hot no. for me it's yeah like, that's not gonna make me want to go in I don't think <laughs> especially now maybe I mean I don't know I just it's just gonna be way too hot I don't think I could handle it
1: yeah yeah because I remember we went there for a, a show in July um it might have been a, a collective zoo show I'm not exactly uh I can't remember but they had pools and we we're like wait what they have pools. Yes. We're getting VIP tickets. We're going to be in that pool. And we were the whole entire time.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, that's awesome. I've seen the pools. Like I've seen videos of it. And when, when I did jury duty, um, like a while back, cause it's in downtown, um, the, the regional justice center, I could see the pool like in the summertime where they were having like the event. So I didn't know that that was going to be going on this year too, but that's awesome.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really cool. I really like that venue. I think it's,
0: like, nice and cozy, you
1: know, little hidden, kind
0: of. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like that. I think the latest they can have shows until on is 1 one a.m., right? Uh, I know no. they don't go up. I early. think have been there later. I, I Just the past couple of times I've been there, I just remember it closing early. I remember one, like, was for Collective Zoo. I remember one of them ended at 1 a.m., um, excision. At, like ended pretty early, Zomboy. But I don't know. Maybe things have changed. But I, from what I, from what I remember, it like closes earlier compared to um, like World Market Center or those other event uh, yeah, places yeah. here. Yeah,
1: I don't remember. I, I'm always a, a little under uh, the influence.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you, <much> <laughs> you're having a great time. I have a great time when I go out. <laughs> Yeah. It's just so good to see that like finally opening up. So I'm so here for it. It's time. It's time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, we're actually going to Arizona on Friday. Um, we're going to go see Chris Lake and Fisher in Arizona.
0: Oh, nice. Are they going to be playing at, um, is there like at
1: Rawhide, uh, I've never been there. We've never been there. So we're excited to go somewhere new. Um, and
0: we,
1: we love Chris Lake.
0: Like, man, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. I'm, yeah, I've heard of that, that venue. I think they have like Gold Rush there. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny. I was just talking to um, uh, Molly, um, who was on the last episode, but she was saying the same thing, like that, that venue. Um, apparently it's really cool. Cause it's like all Western themed, I think. And it's just like uh-huh. this cool nostalgic vibe interesting uh i'll see it on sunday (laughs) yeah i'm so jelly i'm so jelly i still have yet to experience some type of event oh soon 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 yeah i mean the only thing i have planned out is edc since they canceled electric forest
1: yeah i know you like to go that that's that's would have been year three for
0: you Yeah, that would have been my third electric forest. And I really thought that there was a chance of it happening this year. So I don't know, I think, like, from what I remember, Michigan's cases were, like, skyrocketing. That was like two months ago. I don't know how it is now. Yeah, down now, I'm going to be so upset. (laughs) Because it's summertime, you know, usually cases like like viruses and stuff, like cases of illness, like flu, like all that stuff is really, really low in the summertime. So I was just like, oh. oh I didn't know that. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Oh. But it's good to hear that your your man has been playing a ton of stuff. I'm guessing it's all stuff that's not here in Vegas.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, we were at Terrace. Um, oh, I heard they just opened the up event? again. Yeah, they had a soft opening about a month ago and he got to play two weeks ago, I think uh, losing track of time because we' we've all of a sudden gotten so busy and it's like, all right, we have a show here, we have a show here and we have to go here and do this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're 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 really back.'re we're, we're getting back into like the swing of things and everything. So it's gotten really crazy on our end. Um, but it's exciting. It's like, it makes both of us really happy that he's getting gigs, you know, and then like, I tag along and I take his photos, So I get to have a good time doing that. Uh, And then we just get to party again.
0: I'm so happy to hear that. I feel like, well, since you said that he's been playing all these shows, I feel like that means he's blowing up. Like, that's a great sign.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, He's doing good. He's getting uh, a lot more shows. Like he just told me we might be going to uh, back to Texas. Um, and there's two other events that I'm not supposed to be talking about, uh, just yet. We'll talk about it off camera. <laughs> 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 but yeah, he's like, uh, he's getting busy. He, he's getting more attention. So it's exciting. It's really exciting.
0: Yeah. Was, is it more, would you say it's more attention compared to what it was pre pandemic um, I feel like we're getting back to that point because
1: pre-pandemic we were actually booked out for about three months. We were booked from like March to July. Um, we were going to quite a few places, um, and then you know everything happened, so we're like, okay, now we slow down. And I feel like now we're like going back to where we were. Yeah,
0: I feel like that's what's really unfortunate. I mean, this goes for almost everybody, but for, for people that are like working on stuff like artists, um, producers, DJs, it sucks. Cause it kind of like backtrack them, you know, especially if they were going to go on tour, if they had these dates set, you know, um, all these like different announcements. I feel like that's, uh, it, that's what sucks so much, but you know, I feel like you got to respect the hustle and coming yeah. back is only going to be better.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. He's uh he's having a lot of fun now. He it took him a while to get inspired again. And, you know, like I'm sure a lot of us really lost the creativity, the passion for what we were doing, whatever art we were doing. And uh probably a couple months ago, he's like, all right, I'm back. Let's do this. And he was always in the studio and making music now. And uh I'm getting back into my photography, like I was shooting, you know, for Rosa and stuff. Um so it's great to be able to do what we love
0: again yeah I was gonna ask about that because um, I wasn't sure if you were still actively taking photos um, like like during the pandemic or if mm-hmm. you were like just doing stuff on the side. No, I, I wasn't doing anything.
1: I just stopped working and basically picked up a bunch of hobbies <laughs> and uh, I was doing a bunch of crafts here in the house and you know working on the house, little projects that we've had on the list and stuff but as far as working for photography
0: nothing at all oh my gosh what made you like get back into it was it because your because he started to get his groove back as well or was did something yeah. happened
1: no basically it was him like getting getting things again and uh and then Rosa reached out and uh just pretty much that. And then now I'm like, All right, where are we going next? What are we doing next?
0: <laughs> yeah. I think once that momentum finally starts picking up, then you'll get your groove back in that creative flow for sure. Cause I mean, I just took a, like a three week long hiatus from the podcast because yeah. you know, so much stuff was happening and mental stuff and just trying to, you know, collect yourself. I feel like sometimes you need a break to be motivated again. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you definitely need that break. Like there's times where I take in just a couple days off, a week off, and it's like from anything creative. And I'm just like sitting on the couch watching TV just aimlessly. <laughs> and so you you find the inspiration again. It sucks when you hit like that creative block. You know, but we get past it. Just yeah. something ends up like sparking it all over again. And then you're good.
0: Yeah. So in terms of your photography, um, can you tell us a little bit about how you got started? Um, Yeah. Uh, So
1: I've always liked photography, right? Um, Something about the camera or just pictures in general, I've always loved it. And um, I was actually in yearbook club in my senior year, I believe. Um, So I got to like walk around the campus like With camera and, like, taking pictures for the yearbook and stuff. But I never did anything with it. I just thought it was cool, and I left it alone. And then um, right before we moved out here in 2016, I had stopped being a dental assistant.
0: um, Oh, so you were were a dental assistant? Yeah, for three years. What? Like, you went to school for it and, like, completed it, and you were actually working as a dental assistant? Mm Mm-hmm. I yeah. genuinely did not know that until right now. <laughs> so I was like, what? I heard the word dental assistant. And I was like, yeah. since when? I was, I did that
1: um, after high school. I, I did it for three years and I really loved what I did. I, I loved being a dental assistant. I loved, you know, helping and stuff. And uh, the doctors weren't weren't nice and I, uh, the pay was going nowhere. Um, it just really sucked and I lost my passion. So um luckily we were moving, so I didn't have to necessarily continue being a download assistant. I could like find something new to do. And he was so sweet, he bought me my first like starter kit of a camera. Um, and he's like, Here, I know you love photography, I know you like taking pictures, like have fun with this. If it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. If not, whatever. Um, so we moved here and we lived in the apartment. I was still jobless for like Eight months. And um, I was just taking pictures of like whatever was around the house, you know, like taking pictures of my cats just to mess with the camera, get a feel for it and have fun. Um, And it wasn't until a little bit before I did your shoot, I think the first time we met, where I did something, you know, like actually with other human beings. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, Um, I did a shoot for Rosa and, um, what was it, Um, Rebel Kitty. Uh, Tanya, Um, did you ever meet her? No, but she has the glasses, right? Mm -hmm. The sunglasses, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because she used to live here, so I actually met up with her. And I did a little shoot with them. Um, I don't know if you remember those pictures that I took. They're, like, in a pink little dressing room. It was called, like, Hot Mess Boutique, something like that. Um, and Hiya. that was, yeah, that was, that was my first actual like shoot like that. Um, and then after that, I would take his photos cause he, you know, he's an artist. So he needs like his headshots and whatever else that he needed. Um, but I was like really focused on doing like rave wear and festival fashion. Just like, I, that's what I wanted to do. But then the more I took his pictures, the more I'm like, Hey, I kind of like nightlife photography and taking like, you know event photography I guess you could call it um so now I just do a little bit of everything
0: I do it all I guess wow so was that difficult at all I feel like it's easier said than done to I mean I still struggle I still struggle with it (laughs) it's definitely
1: hard I, I definitely don't put in as many hours as I should on practicing my craft um but it's, I feel like it's with anything, right? Where you you should constantly be learning whatever's new in that field or whatever gadget is, you know, out on the market and stuff like that. So I'm still practicing. I'm still learning, you know. We just did the, show, the two shows and there was a point where I was really struggling with my photos and I was getting frustrated. I get very frustrated very easily. And when my photos aren't coming out, right, I, I just like get bummed out for like, 10 minutes and then I lose that time. Um, but I actually did good this time. I'm very proud of myself that I like when I sat down, I collected myself for a minute and I was like, I'm just gonna sit here and relax and like not stress about it. And then something in me just like clicked and then my photos um came out a lot better. He was actually complimenting me earlier and like my head got really big. <laughs> but um I'm excited to do more. I'm very excited. Like I feel like now I can actually probably pitch myself to DJs that are here locally and be like, Hey, like I see you're playing tonight or tomorrow. Like, do you need a a photographer? Um, I feel that confident in in myself right now.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, you're, you're a phenomenal photographer Uh, has taken, um, a lot of my photos over the years and they look amazing in fact a lot of them are actually on my instagram so i feel like you shouldn't um sell yourself short because you're definitely good at what you do i think yeah. it's just a matter of being in the right headspace because you know you're human so of course like you know if you're feeling like shit your stuff's going to turn out that way but i feel like once you get yourself together and really just be like you know what like i'm here i'm going to do my thing and then you know, you'll be able to like reach your fullest potential, but I'm so happy to hear that you're like back in it and you're, yeah. you're doing what you love. I am. And I'm excited to do more. Yeah. Is this, so I know that you, well, hold on. I don't want <laughs> to say hobby, but is this, is this like something that you want to do in terms of a, a career? An
1: actual career. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes,
1: it is. Um I always thought it was gonna be a little bit of a hobby, but then probably like two years in of me taking the photos. So was that 2018? I was like, you know what, I I think I could do this. I could I could do this as my career. I could do this, you know, for myself as my like
0: main income and stuff. So that's what I'm striving for. Absolutely. What would you say is like one of the biggest challenges in trying to to pursue this as a as your career.
1: As of right now, my goodness, my confidence, honestly.
0: My confidence to like
1: actually like uh reach out to people and work with them or even I had a really big issue of actually being in the crowd and taking photos while my husband was playing, you know, on stage. Cause I always felt like uh I was in people's way, you know, like I I know what you're there to do is like, have a good time, you know, and you want to see the DJ and stuff. And I always feel like I'm in the way with my big old camera. So like, I would always be like in a little corner and hiding and like taking a picture from like very like horrible areas. Um, But as of that, like, I feel like my confidence is better. So now it's just more so putting myself out there and, you know, not being scared of rejection because that's all it is. its is. They'll say no, and then you move on. That's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In terms of w- what you said, like people feeling like you're in the way, I think people also realize that people are working these events, you know, and that you're only going to be in that spot for what? couple of seconds? <laughs> A couple of seconds, minute max. <laughs> yeah, you got to do what you got to do. But yeah, I feel like, reaching out to people I think that is definitely something that may be challenging like what is it like networking I think yeah. that that can for sure be hard at first I think that's that goes for anybody though like yeah. that's doing like independent stuff like contracting stuff that's like you know even hairstylists have like I oh, time yeah. with that too
1: mm-hmm. yeah I'm actually going tomorrow oh my gosh I'm so excited <laughs> oh nice getting my roots done but uh that's actually how I met Rosa. Um, back in, what is that? Like 17, 2017. I one day built up the courage while I was sitting on my couch and I was like, you know what, I'm going to reach out to a couple of these small businesses that I follow. Um, and I wrote out a message like in my notes and it was like, Hey, like I'm a photographer here in Vegas. Um, I would love to work with you. You know, we could do like a,
0: Uh, what do we call it? Um, Is it TFP? Yes. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Just time for photos. Yeah. yeah. um,
1: See, that's how long it's been. I can't even remember. Um, And she's actually one of the ones that reached out and was like, hey, yeah, how do we do this? Like, because I'm in Houston, you know, you're in Vegas. So how does this work? And then we worked with the plan. And then i that was the only time I legit actually like, put myself out there. And I think I messaged probably like, I don't know, maybe like 10 different companies and probably out of all of them, maybe half of them actually responded. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that kind of hurt the ego, you know, like I couldn't even get a response. Like, sorry, no, we're not looking for that. Or, you know, it's not the time or anything like that. But she was the only one that was up for it. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, did a little happy dance.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that was, yeah, you said she was in Houston. That was before she, she moved out here. So that I feel like that was such a kind of like a blessing because now you're like, you know, working with her still to this day. I feel like mm-hmm. if you hadn't put yourself out there, then this would have none of this would have ever happened.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm very proud of that moment where I it was like, you know what, what's the worst they're going to say? No. And I, I did it and which is really scary for me because I'm not a person like that. I'm not very bold in that way. I'm very shy. I'm very, you know, introverted in those kinds of ways. I know you're going to say no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've also known you for years. So I'm like, what are you talking about? You like talk a lot and you're outgoing, but we're also friends. So
1: <laughs> yeah, we are. friends.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like, in terms of your photography, are you going to specialize? Like, I know you mentioned that you really like doing event photography. Is that what you want to stick to? Or are you kind of I have no
1: dabbling? Idea. Right now, yeah. I'm like, I love working, you know, with like Rosa and these small companies that are like, are in our community. Now, I love, I love our EDM community. Um but I'm also really getting into like doing this nightlife photography. I, I, I enjoy it now. At first I was like, yes, babe, I'll take your photos. So you have <laughs> photos for your IG, whatever. Um, but now I'm like getting into it. I like it. It's fun. Like it's it's a totally different vibe from like a set photo shoot, you know, with us and like talks like this and stuff. So I, I don't know. I don't know which way I'm going to go. Maybe I could do both.
0: I think you could <laughs> totally do both, and you're. We live in Las Vegas. Like I remember back when I was clubbing a lot, there would be random photographers at the club just taking photos of people, like mm-hmm. there, like girls that were there and guys. So, like I feel like that's something you could definitely pick up. Um, if you don't want to do shows, you could definitely do it on the strip, like that type of nightlife or those type of events. Um, I think you could totally do because you know, they would take those photos and it would say stuff like Surrender or One Oak or whatever club it Uh is.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Um, I think it's just more so knowing the people to get into those specifically here because I feel like here it's a very, you have to know people to get into some of these jobs here.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's, I feel like a lot of that, I feel like that's Las Vegas in particular. I feel like Mm -hmm. it is really who you know, for sure. I mean, I mean, even my job, I work in healthcare, but I got in because I knew someone too. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. <Everywhere. laughs> hey, but you never know. I feel like that's why going out is so good. Even though, let's say you don't want to go out somewhere with a lot of people. I feel like in the end, it's still really beneficial because you never know who you're going to meet.
1: But you're going to meet. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. You never know when the opportunity is going to be there.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why, like, whenever I do meet people, like, I mean, I don't think I'm a mean person anyways, but I always, you know, I'm, like, really cordial, and, um, like you said, like, you never know what opportunities are there, and I feel like it's always, like, unexpected, because then they'll be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I own blah, blah, blah company, or mm-hmm. or something like that, or I'm in charge of this at HR, or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild, but... um yeah I think you're I think you're gonna be great I feel like just keep doing what you're doing and in terms of um oh yeah in terms of your photography was it like did it come natural to you or did you have to like watch any YouTube videos because I feel like it's more than just taking a picture of something I I feel like there's an art to it no
1: um yeah there there's definitely an art to it some people honestly have like the eye for it um which I, I always get really blushy because people tend to tell me that. And I'm like, no, no, really. But I did have to learn a lot. Like like I said, I still struggle with my camera. I, I don't know my camera in and out. I mean, this camera is actually new, but um, I still struggle. I still struggle to put on like the right ISO, the right F stuff, the right, you know, like the right settings and stuff. And uh, my lighting isn't always the best. The composition is not the best, but then you... Yeah, you, know, you pick it up, you learn. Uh, I was watching a lot of YouTube. I go on Pinterest a lot and I read like a bunch of blogs and stuff that's on there. Um, and then, you know, my husband, uh, he knows a lot about like computers and like stuff like that. So he helps me a lot. He's actually the one that tends to buy my cameras or like tells me which one to buy. He's like, all right, this one's good. This one's good. And like, get this lens. And I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, babe. Um, Do you have a background in photography too? oh Oh! <laughs> I was say what he just likes to do research he 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 loves to look it all up and he's very nerdy in that way and he knows like when they start talking about specs
0: and stuff and I'm like oh my god he sounds like Justin <laughs> <laughs> our our mans have a lot in common I mean
1: I I always tell him I swear that all DJs and music producers they're all nerds man I I, I I feel it. I know. I know they're all nerds.
0: (laughs) Well, the majority of them are very tech savvy, like a lot more tech savvy than you would think in terms of like knowing a computer, like all that technical stuff. Um, Even like stuff with phones. Like it's it's really amazing. I feel like I really understood the extent of it when I started podcasting.
1: Uh, Yeah, you had to learn, right?
0: Yeah, I had to learn, I had to learn, like, you know, um, like how much uh, I could store on my computer and like RAM and all, all those different things. And even with um, like the audio quality, like trying to make sure that uh, it doesn't, like it's all leveled out. So like when my yeah. intro comes on, it doesn't blow out someone's speaker Yeah, or uh-huh. stuff like that. So it's very technical. I feel like you actually have to be pretty pretty smart and capable of learning to, um, make music.
1: Oh yeah. And, and that's what he does. And then he tells me like on the research of like whatever it is that we're working on. And I'm like, okay, uh, I get half of that, but let's do this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or if like, I don't know something or if he doesn't know something, he's on YouTube, like watching a video, trying to like analyze it and break it down that way. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That sounds about right. They sound the same. (laughs) Yeah, we all need to hang out soon. We still have to do our, our hot tub date. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. This is true. Um, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to that. Um, so before we end, um, I know we're getting close to an hour here. Um, I do have. Well, I wanted to ask you: Are you're recording from your computer, right? From a laptop? Yeah, my laptop. Okay. Um, so I have this new segment called five seconds of explore and I wanted to see if you would do it with me Um, basically it's where we show each other our explore pages for five seconds so we can see what our explore pages look like
1: Um, okay so what do you mean
0: by that please help (laughs) okay so I'll go first because this is the first time that I'm Doing this new oh, segment,
1: oh, oh, I'm the test bunny here.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're my you're my guinea pig. So <laughs> I think this is going to be super fun, just because everyone's explore page is different. Because um, as majority of us all know Instagram is super smart and has that crazy algorithm where it can tell like what you've been looking at, what you like, um, you know, depending on the things that you like and your scroll time and all that good stuff. So anyways, I'm going to go ahead and hit the little magnifying glass. Okay, so my explore page currently looks like this. It's a bunch of travel, travel. <laughs> yeah lots of travel stuff um there's a couple of things here with like pugs i don't know if- oh yeah i see the pugs <laughs> pick it up yeah see if i can get just a focus oh. oh my god um, yeah definitely lots of travel stuff lots of random stuff like this guy trying to play a piano but yeah my that's what my explore page okay like. um uh, let's see now i'm like i hey, i hey. I don't know
1: what's gonna pop up. I know that's why I love it. <laughs> Great. Let me see. Let me hold on. Let me turn up the brightness a little bit. All right. Explore page. Oh my gosh, I have no idea what's even on here. Can you see that? My light's shining. Is that
0: makeup? Nails? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there's nails. There's um some earrings right here. Um, oh my gosh. a bunch of sayings. Uh, food. I don't know if can oh see. of course yeah yeah yeah. is that what sushi uh I don't know what that is no it's like a chicken sandwich but of course it's going to be vegan. vegan because you know <laughs> I'm vegan
0: uh let's see what else is on there clothes are those dinosaur chicken nuggets yeah oh I also love to watch like strip pool fitness I oh think? like pole dancing videos yeah. yeah I love that I think it's amazing I do too. I think it, it's actually really beautiful.
1: Yeah, I love watching it. Um, of course, more food,
0: hair dyeing. <laughs> now I you know. know what I look at. <laughs> yeah, 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 I feel like now I know like what you like to look at in your spare time. I mean, it's
1: honestly very neat for sure. Like there's a bunch of like
0: vegan stuff, hair stuff.
1: There's something on here that's autism. Um, autism. Yeah, uh, like I've been learning a lot more about like um, people with like just disabilities like that and autism tends to be like the one that's like very much talked about right now.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, but Yeah, that's my explore page. (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. I'm kind of surprised that my explore page looks pretty uniform because the last time, I think it was like a month ago, I opened it. It was like, it was a whole bunch of pug memes, like just like the weirdest shit, all these crazy outfits, uh, makeup, but it was also like uh, food and it, it was random. It wasn't as like. Uh, mine, is, mine
1: is very random all the time. Like there's always makeup, there's always food, there's a little bit of travel that I tend to see on there. I think I more so do a lot of the travel stuff like on Pinterest. That's where I look at a lot of stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I love Pinterest. Pinterest is probably my favorite like app that I love to go into versus like Instagram and Facebook. I
0: really, yeah. I tried doing Pinterest and I couldn't get into it just because it would kind of direct me off site onto like these blogs the actual or...
1: websites. Yeah,
0: yeah. I
1: love it because I use it a lot for like um, recipes.
0: Oh, okay. So I
1: cook recipes, and I'll, I cook. I'll cook them or bake oh, them, nice. whatever it is.
0: Yeah, hell yeah! Well, thanks for letting us uh, see your explore page. I <laughs> I'm like kind of waiting for someone to like reject that idea. I literally just came up with it the other night, and I asked Justin if I was like, "Do you think that's a good idea?" He was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> of course, he said yes. <laughs> no, he will. He will shut it down if it's if it's, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, if it's kind of risque or if it's just not vibe. He'll be like, "No, don't do that." No.
1: At least he's honest honest about it.
0: That's true. I feel like I need somebody to kind of keep me grounded sometimes because I feel like I do have some far fetched ideas.
1: (laughs) The world isn't ready just yet.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And um, before we go, we do have some Raver advice. um, If you don't mind answering some. uh, Okay. I'll try my best. Okay. Yay. Uh, For those that don't know what Raver advice is, basically it's for anybody can submit any questions concerns dilemmas about anything ray related or not so um, we do have one here from someone that would like to remain anonymous Mm -hmm. Um, she asks are influencers still normal people and are there levels of normality are there levels of normality in influencers you see you've met a lot of influencers i feel like this would be really good one for you to answer I have. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I mean, of course they're normal people. Uh, that's that's kind of we have to remember that people that are in the you know the spotlight and stuff like that, even influencers, they're they're normal people. They have emotions, they have feelings. Um what's the other part of the question?
0: <laughs> um, like do you see the levels of normality in them? I guess what she's trying to ask is are they down to earth or are they in touch with reality? I'm guessing that's kind of what I mean. No, the the people that I've met,
1: um, influencers, I guess, uh, be like kind of like you and like all the rebel really, really rebels, you know, you guys are very down to earth. You guys, I I can actually like hang out with you guys and you guys won't be like, oh, like the sad or, you know, like she can't sit with us. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> but I also feel like that's that's part of our community. We're supposed to be loving. We're supposed to accept each other and not judge each other in that way. Even if, you know, somebody does an influencer gives you kind of like this naughty nose, um, they're probably just having a bad day or they were being bothered be- while they were having a good time or something like that, you know? Like you don't know. I I don't think these influencers are there to be uh, or like that level to be like have the excuse to be like rude and you know, like very high nose and stuff, you know?
0: Yeah. I feel like that term just got a really bad rap over like the past year or two. And I think that there's like this really bad connotation. But I think a lot of people do realize like you, like they are we are normal people. Like I don't even really like calling myself that just because it has that bad stigma to yeah. it. But I think that um well a lot of people don't realize too, like you said, like they may have they may be having like a bad day or you don't know what just happened or you don't know like if they're sober or like yeah. what's going on as you know with anyone else. So I think that's, what's really um, like something that's not uh, like thought about because um, you know, like you always see like social media, you always see people like in their, their best moods or in their yeah. best um you know outfit or makeup or whatever but in reality it's like not always like that so if yeah. we ever um come off weird please know it's not because of you it's because we may have just like lost our friend in the crowd or yeah. um or we're not feeling too well or we're starting to feel really weird and just need to <laughs> you know i i don't know i hope i feel i hope I people, like understand that Yeah.
1: um, I feel like influencer is just like, it's literally just a title of some sort, but everybody's human. That's what you need to remember. Just because they're an influencer doesn't mean anything. Yes, they have an influence. Yes, they have a a big following, but that's, it's basically a job title, right? That's all it is.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah, definitely. It could be a title. It could be some, uh, it's literally just a word. It's whatever you want to put into that word so it could be meaningless too that's a thing that word can be completely meaningless yeah
1: that's why a lot of people are now uh, they're, they they are not saying that they're influencers they're um public content creators oh not content creators because <laughs> that's what it is that's, it it's, really is it, it's a job that's what you're doing you're creating these images these reels
0: these vo- uh videos for like youtube or whatever that's all it is yeah, I mean, we could even say that you're a content creator too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay. Oh, and most important part, can you share one of your best candies ever that you've received? Okay. So
1: I have a couple. I didn't know which ones to choose. <laughs> but um, I wanted to show these two for sure because they're actually like one of the first candies that I received. Um, I am pretty sure this one I received at EDC uh, 2010 at the Coliseum, and it's like a little ladder, (laughs) loosen up, right? It was a lot tighter before, Um, and it's green and pink, and it just flips, flops all the way around. And then there's this random big letter uh, bead that's like a Z, um, I'm not sure what it was for, but, um, uh, this chick, we were sitting in the stands. Um, I remember that part and I think she was like passing us by and like going to the restroom and she saw me and she was like, here, uh, I didn't have anything. Right. She just gave this to me and I thought it was really cool. Cause I've never seen them like this. Um, it really sucks that it's stretched out, but to give you. A better idea. Oh, it, I don't have. It honestly, me. it
0: looks like it was supposed to be like that. Though it, it looks wasn't. kind of better, like stretched out. Not better, but it makes it look really different because I think we're yeah. used to seeing them closer together, right? Specifically yeah. with cuffs. Yeah, um, and then this one is
1: just purple and orange, the pattern, and then it says fur on it. There you go. <laughs> and these were. Definitely one of my first candies that I received, and I can't believe I actually found them right now. And it
0: made me really happy that I still have them. Oh my gosh, these were your first candies ever from 2010, you said. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, wow. And this, I actually attempted to make a cup, you know, like because I tried to make my own candy, and I let my mom make them all. And it's a bunch of glow in the dark beads. Because I wanted to be noticed uh, for some apparent reason. Um, And in purple beads, it says, my name is Kitty. Of course, it's purple. (laughs) But they glow in the dark. Yeah, and I used to wear it on my wrist. And I I don't know, I guess, like, if I ever got lost or something, people could find me like this. I, I have no idea what my idea was behind it.
0: Yeah, no, your your name spelled out so well. Um, can you actually bring it back and describe for our hey. listeners? So, like I said, it's
1: like I don't know, maybe like ten a ten row cuff, just a single layer, and it says Kitty in purple letters. It's a capital K,
0: small i, t t y. It looks so good. It looks so, <laughs> for you said this was the first cuff that you made. It looks phenomenal. I would have never even been able to uh, like map out how to put the letters and create that. Um, So what I did was I like mapped it out on the
1: table. And I just pretty much had all the letters, just like single letters. And then as I was going, I was putting them, stacking them on top of each other.
0: I feel like that still requires a lot of thought, like (laughs) a lot of planning. Because if you fuck something up, I feel like you would have to, I don't know if you could Go fix that, All the way back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds like, I don't think it's that easy. That sounds hard. But that's, dude, it looks really good for your first cuff. I've, I mean, I've never attempted to make a cuff. It looks perfect.
1: Thanks. Uh, I actually lost it one time and I made <gasps> another one. And then I, when I was going through all my candy right now, I actually found both of them. Uh, but I actually had to redo it because I lost it. And because I loved it so much, I was like, uh, I'm going to remake it. <laughs> oh okay, I have a backup. Dang, a backup. Um I did find this and I think it's hilarious. Um I don't know why. Don't ask. <laughs> but I made hoop earrings and I threw a bunch of candy. <laughs> <out. laughs> <laughs> So apparently I used to wear like big hoop earrings when I first started raving. And for some reason I got the idea to put a bunch of candy on it. Oh my gosh, I'm hilarious.
0: (laughs) Uh, Personally, am here for those. You should create those and sell them. You saw it here first guys. We coined it here, hoop earrings. I think those are the business. I had them out and I was like okay I don't know which
1: ones to choose and like to show and he was like did somebody give you these and I
0: was like no babe (laughs) that would be very weird (laughs) oh my gosh like you should totally like start creating those and then like the your slogan can be the bigger the hoop the bigger the (laughs) plur
1: All right we're partners we're partners in this yeah thing. yeah this is a brand
0: deal now this is what's happening this is um uh, the maritza times renee collab oh my gosh i can't i don't even remember making these or even wearing
1: them and even if i did wear them i feel like i probably only wore them for like an hour max maybe oh because they're heavy i i just get very irritated with uh my ears I'm just like, I can imagine myself back in the day when I literally was just jumping all night long and this was just like flopping (laughs) and hitting my my head. I love
0: it. Oh my God, I love it. I feel like this is perfect if you like are like a chola, but you still want to go to the rave. There there you go. Like you can just, you didn't forget your candy because you're wearing it already. Like it's perfect.
1: (laughs) It is, uh, and especially because like I used to wear hoops all the time, so mm, that was that was the old me, <laughs> <laughs> the old you. Oh, I love it! I'm here for it. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what else. Oh, I've only received one cup my entire like ten years of raving, just because I stopped trading candy. Um, probably like 14, 15. don't know I feel like it kind of really died down really yeah at least for me like I would still make candy and I would wear it and I would take it and then I would
0: come back home with my arms still filled of candy and I'm like okay well really yes I try to give them away like only because I'm like I made so many like all that time like this is this was not for nothing (laughs) i just keep
1: them for the next event or the next show and i've had i literally have so many that are just sitting there and i'm like wait i made this one i made this one i made this one. <laughs> like i actually made these two and i wanted to show you because i used to use a lot of charms
0: i love uh, charms oh my gosh me too so like this is
1: like some sucky string but this little charm right here is it, oh, it says love on it i don't know if you can see that and then um, I decided to write love is louder in the letters. I love that. Oh, my God. That's a and I never signature. gave it away, but I think I was being selfish because I really fell in love with it.
0: <laughs> oh, we all do that. I've done that so many times or keep the candy that I've made. No, I'm but, like, that girl, was
1: so but because it's purple. And, you know, that's my favorite color.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I love the message, though. It's really you're going to make someone cry if you give that away. I feel, like, I feel like I want to put a new string on this, a better
1: string, and give it away at EDC.
0: I think but so. I, That's a good idea. I, Sometimes you have to reinforce the string. Yeah, because I don't even know
1: what kind of string this is, to be honest. It's not not good string. But I used to get a bunch of turns like that. Like this one, I actually went to Disneyland, and this one's a straight-up castle. Can you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, it is the castle. Oh, wow. It's like from Disneyland and I wrote princess on it and it's pink. And I thought this was so cute.
0: I love it. Sorry, I was just like looking <laughs> at it. It's so pretty. It says princess, everybody. Yeah, it says princess and it's a bunch of
1: pink and like peachy color beads. And the charm is a Disneyland
0: charm of the castle, and it even says Disneyland actually on it. That one's really special. I feel like that's something you could find at Disneyland. I feel like
1: you can. I see used to actually spend a lot of money on charms like this and make these as special as I possibly could. I mean, I love a good basic, you know, candy where it's like just beads and like a single word or whatever. But how many times are you going to find this exact?
0: you know, candy. Girl, I feel you. Trust me. I, okay. I'm going to have to send you a whole bunch of the candies that I've made, but I would go to fucking Hobby Lobby and go into like the little pendant section and find like the cutest terms. Like I, I had one where it was like a whole bunch of like cute little crystals, mermaid tails. No, I am for it. I feel like they're so Adorable. The charms are like next level up for people that yeah. don't have that many skills with candy creating. Charms are like the best way it to hide it that. You adds know. That
1: little special touch.
0: Yes, I am yeah. for it. It's like makeup for your candy. <gasps> I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's because you're dressing it up. You're making the candy. Sometimes it doesn't even have to say anything. It could just be like blue with like one little charm and it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I love those. Oh, my gosh. All of those are really freaking cute.
1: And I know. I still have a bunch of those charms, which I'm going to have to like dig through my garage and find them because I I think I'm actually going to make candy again for ABC. Uh, looking at all the stuff, party. it really like, brought it all back, and I, I used to love making candy. I mean, I didn't have the patience for it like my mom did, <laughs> but right. uh, every once in a while, I would make some, and it made me happy. So I think I'm going to do that again. And hopefully I can find those charms in that messy garage. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> yeah, we need to have a candy get together, a candy party, because I, I agree. I feel like I've just been so busy. But like doing this show has like made me realize like how much I really love it. And I just feel like I just need to put some time aside to really get myself to to do that again and find like the passion, like rather yeah. than just talking about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it takes a lot of organization, right? To get everybody together, bring everybody's candy and like laying it all down. I don't know. Oh girl, like, mine are was in Ziploc baggies.
0: There's a baggie. Yeah, mine are in Ziploc baggies organized by color, organized with charms, and then I have a random uh, bucket full of random beads. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I have
1: a bunch of just like the actual boxes and I have bought like um, other organization boxes. I think like at Joanne's or Michael's or something. And I would sort out certain beads. Like if I got like specialty beads and like stuff like that. So I have like a whole trunk filled of like a bunch of cases of beads. It's insane.
0: We're having a candy party. This is happening. I'm I'm getting super excited talking about it. (laughs)
1: Oh yeah. Have a candy party and then get in the hot tub. (laughs)
0: <laughs> remember you said that i'm remember you said that this is recorded and documented so i'm going to bring this up <laughs> or drop where everyone can find you your photography if they want to book you oh that'd be nice
1: yeah book me um uh, well ig handle is almighty kitty that's a t-e-y on almighty and i will have the links to my photography page um, i started um, a travel page that's supposed to be for my husband and i whenever we start traveling again like um and then uh yeah you could follow those and then you could also give him a little follow
0: maybe check out some of his music yes for anyone that likes house right Yes, house music. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I'll link all of that good stuff in the description too. Yeah. Thanks. Maritza, thank you so much for being on Best Candy Ever. This was a blast. I knew that you would be great.
1: Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: If you're a real one and you've made it this far into the episode, leave me three purple heart emojis because you the real MVP. Anyways, follow Best Candy Ever on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you guys can please, please write and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing and would really help support me and Best Candy Ever. Thank you guys for everything. I'll see you guys soon.